All right, dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 90. And for all you parents out there, there's a couple of bad words in this show. You might want to preview it. Dog fans, it's episode number 90 of the Dogcast. Me and Old Dog down here in the bunker. You know, we thought Old Dog. My name's Derek, by the way. Derek, Old Dog, Old Dog, Derek. How's it going, Old Dog? I'm here. Listen, dude, you know, we thought, you know, in our last show, episode number 89, that, you know, we were going to take a little break. That, uh,. The dogs got nothing going on to the 14th. There's no practices, no real team meetings to speak of, nothing going on to the 14th. So we're thinking here in the bunker, we're thinking, hey, we're going to take some time off. We're going to do a little Christmas shopping. You know, turkey time, old dog. Turkey time's over. Tinsel time's here. It's Christmas time around the bunker. We got a little garland up. We got some Christmas lights going. A little Bing Crosby going in the background. Old dog. There's a lot of stuff going on in Athens this week. There we, is. We got to do a some show. Good, some good, some bad, and and again, alcohol has has reared its ugly head. Mostly not good, and yes, alcohol has reared its ugly head. Old dog, you're uh, knee deep in a Budweiser, the king of beers, and Correct. I'm on, I'm on my second Captain Coke right now, and you know. But neither of us will pass out on a curb. Let me tell you something. Neither of us. Together, we couldn't blow a .216. You know no. what? A .216, old dog. That's dude, close to death. Dude, that ain't playing around drunk. That's really, no. really, really drunk. That's, I'm out in the shitter, I mean the shit house drunk. Yes. Old dog, is. Ian Smith, our 20-year-old center. After Nick Jones graduates, the only center we have with any experience is going to be looking at least a two-game suspension next year in the eyes after his second alcohol-related arrest on Wednesday. This year. Yeah, his second yeah, his second arrest this year on Wednesday. Old dog, this kid's 20 years old. He weighs 300 pounds and he blew a point two one six. what can you say about that well you know alcohol aside just the the sheer stupidity that he has is amazing to me and uh this kid's on scholarship yeah we we just he he just needs to move on down the road because he's trouble i mean you know everyone can make a mistake you need to learn from them uh, you know, certainly Coach Rick has stuck with some guys, you know, that have had some trouble in the past, worked their way through suspensions. But, you know, I mean, it, it, the guy's just an idiot. Well, you know, you're, there's you no know, doubt. And if you're, you're going to do that kind of drinking, you know, for God's sake, be someplace. Don't pass out on a damn street corner. I'm you know, telling you. Someone's going to. Unconscious. You know, I mean, it's, just a, it, it, it's just a total, total lack of judgment. I'm telling you. you. Know, that. And again, 
you know, chalk that up to use. You well, know, I'm not going to say I've never been drunk because I have. I'm not going to, you know, and... and you're you're damn near drunk now, old dog. You're, we you're, don't need to make it. You're no, a little I'm bit not. drunk all the time. To, <laughs> we don't need to make this into a political show either. But, I know, you know, I know. Age being, drinking age being 21 is absolutely ridiculous. I know, I'm not, yeah, not going to get young, started so on we that. Could, we could legally drink when we were 18. <laughs> Hell, when you were 18, they, they really didn't even, there was really, I mean, you were drinking before they even had drinking ages, you know? I was, I was making my own liquor. But anyway, uh, neither, dog, neither here, neither here nor there. Ian Smith, uh, a you know, red it, shirt. It's not, it, it's really not the drinking that's on, it's just the total lack of judgment. No doubt. You know, on his part. And not uh, only, well, let me tell you, not only lack of judgment, look, He's blowing a two one six. A two one six. He weighs three hundred pounds. I did a little scribbling here, old dog. I'm figuring that's about twelve shots an hour for two straight hours. Not only is he showing bad judgment in where he's drinking and how he's drinking and how much he's drinking, but this guy needs a friend, old dog. What kind of crappy friends has this guy got? They leave a player. He's a player, dude, at the University of Georgia, and they leave him all alone, passed out on the sidewalk. He's got yeah. poor judgment in his friend picking, too. Oh, absolutely. Help a brother there is, out. There is no, you know, no doubt about that. It's just got me joked up. Uh, you know, just thinking about the poor guy, friendless, passed out on the street corner here during the holidays. I know. In February, you know, he got drunk and fell asleep on a toilet at De Palma's downtown. You know what I mean? I mean, this yeah. guy, you're right. I mean, I hate to say it. I hate for him to lose his scholarship. I hate for him to be kicked out. But really, this kind of lack of judgment, twice in one season, one calendar yeah. year, it's it's too much for me. Too much for me. Well, and, uh, and again, maybe he can get a young. Uh, scholarship to Brigham Young or someplace like that and turn his life around. I hear you. All right, well, let's, but, let's but talk we about don't, it. We don't, we don't need him. We don't need him in Athens. No. Too much temptation. Too, <laughs> that's what I was just thinking, man. There's too many pretty girls and too many bars. Too much. It's just too much. If he, He's just not ready for the bigs. It, it's just too much. He's Athens not ready for the, the big, big time leagues. yet. Athens is the big leagues of alcohol. It's the big leagues I mean, it's just the bigs all the way around, and this kid's clearly not ready. Let's, there you go. Let's talk about so some need, other players. We need news. to ditch him, and, and let's, get, let's get to the most disappointing news that we've had this week. Bring it. That is Willie Martinez has withdrawn his name from the head coaching position at some directional Florida school down there. Well, it was, it I was, was really, really hoping this would be a great out for all of them. It would have been Martinez a graceful exit. Coach Rick didn't have to can someone he likes, and we could actually get a good defensive coordinator. I know. Uh, it was the graceful eggs that we were all looking for. And and he just threw a monkey wrench into it. The only saving grace could have been that they then could have gone after Neil Calloway, who also needs to go. But apparently we're going to be stuck with both those bastards again next year. It's the way it's looking, man. I mean, Willie Martinez is a South Florida native. He was in the running for the Florida International job, and he's withdrawn his name for, you know, evidently he was in the top five. He made their short list. 
And here's the deal. Here's the thing that scares me the most, old dog. He withdrew his name from consideration after meeting with the school because he said that he was building something special in Georgia. He was building something special in Athens. And the first mm-hmm. thought that went through my head is, I hope like hell he's building something better than his Sugar Bowl defense from last year, you know? He, he, well, I mean, not even not even that. I mean, you know, you don't have to look a whole lot further, you know, till the month of October. Oh, Tennessee, you know, yeah. where where our where our defense was just wide open down the middle, and we had damn scrub teams, you know, just going pass happy. Watching us, I know. So I don't know what he's building in Athens, but uh, I'm telling you what I. You know, you're right, though. It looks like we're going to be stuck with both these guys. I've seen no movement out of Athens, no movement out of the CMR camp that Willie Martinez or Neil Calloway are in trouble. And that's, uh, you know, and that's disappointing news. That's unfortunate. But you're right. But anyway, we can move on from there. You know, everyone knows our feelings on it. Uh, well, I know you had know had good strong feelings. Two good defensive uh, showings do not make uh, – Willie Martinez, a great defensive coordinator. Well, yeah, you know, we had a listener write in this week saying that that kind of muddied the water for him. You know, he said those two defensive yeah, well, showing. Well, go back, go back and watch the uh, watch the Mississippi <laughs> State game. And you'd be watch real damn Vanderbilt clear. Game, watch the Kentucky game, watch the Colorado game. Uh, you know, water will get real clear. Uh, the dirt will <laughs> settle down to the bottom pretty damn fast. <laughs> No kidding. Well, I tell you, we got more player news this week, old dog, that I know will be interesting. Okay, we we actually have lots of player news, but first, man, I think probably the greatest news is we've got Vince Vaughn coming. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know he could play offensive line. The guy's a great actor and absolutely hysterical. He was hysterical and now he's in dodgeball. Playing offensive line for us. I'm telling you, he was awesome in dodgeballs. Totally showed a ton of athletic. Uh, oh, I loved him in Wedding Crashers, though, too. Oh, that kick and dance. You know, and to think he's going to be one of the anchors of our line. Actually, it's amazing. Wait, wait. I think I think you got Vince Vaughn confused with Vince Vance. Vince mm. Vance, the six eight, three hundred and ten pound JUCO lineman, who said he he this guy is like a mercenary offensive lineman, old dog. He said, "I want to go somewhere where they need me, somewhere where they need somebody to play. They need an oh, offensive." Man, he's just a he, he's like he's like a, a paid Hessian or something. Huh? I'm telling you, he's like a Hessian. You know what? Wow. And I'm telling you what, the name Vince Vance to me that's just gravy. How cool is that name, Vince Vance? I mean, really, if you weigh, if you weigh, if you're six eight and you weigh three hundred ten pounds, your name could be Courtney Buttercup, and I, I wouldn't care. But Vince Vance, that is a badass name, old dog. You got to give him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the double V. The double V, man. I'm telling you what, Vince Vance signs up as our second JUCO offensive lineman of the week to come in and really shore up that offensive line. Old dog, what do you think about? Um, the offensive line, as far as those two JUCO transfers in, the guys we already had, possibility of losing Ian Smith. What do you think? Is our offensive line going to be better next year or worse no. next year than it was this year? Probably worse. Man, come on, old dog. Come I would, on. I would like to, I'd like to think it's going to be better, and it may, and these guys will get there, and they'll have some time to practice. But, I mean, we've got uh, – you know, we're we're not going to have a whole lot of people coming back that have any playing time. We've got three redshirt freshmen coming up. We've got eight new guys coming in. I mean, it's going to be all brand new. 
Uh, you know, thank heavens we do have a couple junior college guys coming in that have at least played on a collegiate level and, uh, you know, no little speed of the game. But we're going to be relying on a lot of guys who the last time they played in a real game that mattered, you know, other than pretending they were the opposing team on a scout team, was in high school. Yeah, their 4A high and school championship scary. or whatever. You're right. You know, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not playing in the ACC. We're playing in a real football league. And, yeah, we open up with Oklahoma State next year, man. I mean, we don't open up with Western Kentucky next year. So uh, Oklahoma State's not a half bad yeah. team, but anyway, that's that's another show. No, and it's it's just going back to the pathetic job that Neil Calloway has done, you know, marshalling our our offensive line. I know. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it, it's not going to be a pretty sight. And well, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best and uh, expecting the worst. Well, on the other end of the recruiting spectrum from our offensive line, you've got running backs and quarterbacks. You know, old dog, let's talk a little bit about Danny Ware and Joe Cox. Both of these guys, Danny Ware is on the record this week talking transfer. Rumblings around Athens are Joe Cox is talking about transfer. Now, the Danny Ware news was a little surprising to me. A little surprising. Joe Cox, not so surprising. But what do you think about these two kids talking about transfers? What do you think the odds are it's going to happen? And are you worried about it? Uh, yes, yes, and no. Okay. And I'm really not sure what the questions were. I know, uh, me neither. You know, I that, think it's probably, probably the best thing Cox could do. I mean, obviously, he's not going to see any playing time at all. And if he wants to play college football, he needs to move on. You know, I don't, from what I understand, we've got Caleb King, you know, coming in. Mm-hmm. So apparently no one else is going to run the ball and we're going to win a national championship. Well, this Caleb King that. kid, plus he got no-show no Moreno. They oh, say he's not he's going to a... run either, and then Craig Lumpkin's never going to see the ball again. I know, because it's Caleb all about King Caleb is, King, huh? Is, is the guy. You know, it's all about it's all about that. It's all about the the wonder of the freshman coming in. I know. Uh, you, you sound know, like but a kid. Do, you sound like somebody on the dog Danny, vent. You know, I do think Danny Ware probably he could be a feature back somewhere. No doubt. And uh, you know, we've got and unfortunately, you know, we tend to do this at a lot of our skill positions, bring in too many good players, and uh, you know, you're going to get some guys that are disgruntled. I mean, it's good for us in a sense, and. Uh, you know, bad for them, and I certainly, uh, you know, I Danny Ware's a good player, uh, and I wish him all the luck, and he will probably enhance his career if he does go someplace else where he can get more playing time. Yeah, so, he may come back to bite us in the again, butt. Again, I mean, hell, next year he's going to be, you know, even even if the great Caleb King red shirts, Danny Ware's going to be one of four backs. Yeah, you've got, I mean, you've got, you've no got Thomas right Brown coming back. you got Craig Rumpkin coming back. You've got uh, no-show Moreno, and you've got himself. And, I mean, you know, if I'm a stud running back, I don't want to share time with three other guys. You know, there is some talk. I don't blame him one bit. I don't either. I mean, I certainly don't blame Joe Cox. I mean, we got nothing but love for Joe Cox and Danny Ware here at the Dogcast. Right, and, you know, and I certainly think, you know, when and I'm sure the coaching staff does this, when they recruit this many kids for the same position, you know, they – they're going to keep the best and uh, expect the other guys that may be, you know, just a, a cut below or aren't getting playing time for one reason or another, 
you know, that they are going to move on. Right. You know, I'm sure they'd love for them to stick around for four years, you know, in case somebody does get hurt. But it's probably not in their best interest. And, you know, knowing Coach Rick like we do, I'm sure he's probably, uh, you know, told them that may be the best thing for him to do. Absolutely. You know, with no hard feelings. Absolutely. You know, I know he puts the kids, uh, you know, the kids' futures well before anything else. And, uh, you know, he's probably advised them that may be the best move. Well, you know, there has been some talk also this week at running back about the – and I actually, let me go on the record saying I don't believe this is going to happen, but there's been some talk this week. I heard, old dog, that uh, Thomas Brown is thinking about redshirting next year because if his leg doesn't get good, if his leg's not 100%, you got Caleb King and Nosho Moreno and Craig Lumpkin. Let's say Danny Ware transfers out. you still got a three-quarterback committee – I mean, a three-running back committee there – Caleb King yeah. red shirts, you're down to two. They're saying Thomas Brown, my red shirt. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, but hey, my job's to report, baby. I report, you decide. Well, what do you think you about know, that? Well, you don't know, but the kind of injury he has, you know, it takes quite a while to come back from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, again, he's got to do he's got to do what is best for him. Right. All that. And, you know, that's certainly something that he can look at. You know, I'd love to see us have have one one or two good backs. But, you know, I'm old school. You know, I, I come from the time when we had Herschel Walker, man. One Willie back, McClendon. 30 carries. You know, we weren't, we weren't running in, you know, three, four different backs. We had one guy just pounded the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. And, as the, and as the game went on, he got better. But, of course, those guys had an offensive line, too. <laughs> yes, of course they did. You know, old dog, I tell you what, I think we should take a quick little break here. We'll come back. I've got we got a couple of questions about draft, about players, juniors and seniors going to the draft. And I want to do a little Bulldogs, Hokies, Chick-fil-A bowl game preview thing, too. I want to talk to you about that. So let's take a quick break. Dog fans, we'll be right back with the dog cast right here in the bunker from A-Town. Stand by. <laughs> To know you please wanna be close to you Yes, I'm so hungry You're like water for my soul When it gets thirsty Without you, there's no me Or the other hybrid Says sometimes the world is dark And I just can't see With the demons run all around To bring me down to negative But we but I believe Yes, I believe I see that I believe And I send them home to feed Won't be brought down and one day I fight with all of my might And get these demons to flee Hashem's raise fire blaze Burn bright and I believe Hashem's raise fire blaze Burn bright and I believe Out of darkness comes light Twilight and to the heights Crown heights you're burning up All through the twilight So to thank you to my God And I finally got it right Now I fight with all of my heart And all of my soul And all of my might And what's this feeling My love will be hole in the ceiling Giving myself to you Now from the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing I want Mashiach now Time and starts are feeling What's this feeling My love will be hole in the ceiling Giving myself to you Now from the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing I want Mashiach now yeah. 
Trippin' with the layers and reveal your soul You gotta give yourself up and then you become whole You're a slave to yourself and them don't even know Wanna have to live the past life but your brain moves slow If you're trying to stay high, you're bound to stay low You want God but you couldn't deflate your ego You're already there, then there's nowhere to go Your cup's already full, then it's bound to overflow If you're drowning in the waters and you can't stay afloat Ask Hashem for mercy and I'll throw you a rope Looking for help from God, you'll say he couldn't be found Searching up to the sky, looking beneath the ground Like a king without his crown You keep falling down And I really want to live but can't get rid of your frown You're trying to reach up to the heights and bound down, bound on the ground Giving up your pride, then you heard a sound Out of night comes day, out of day comes light And all I find to the one like sunlight in a ray Make room for his love, hope for your gun blaze Making room for his love and a fire gun blaze What's this feeling, my love? To you now from the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing I want Mashiach now Time and start revealing What's this feeling? My love will rip the skylight in the ceiling Give myself to you from the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me get this straight. As re- you said, as responsible journalist, <laughs> right? Your point was, as responsible journalist, we should do what? We should not even talk about us being in the peach fillet bowl until we have actually accepted, gotten the bid, and accepted it. Listen, I mean, we're we're not, you know, we're not like CBS News and Dan Rather, where we just make shit up. And type it up and then throw it out there. Okay. All right. Listen, you know, we got that voicemail from some guy last week who said, that we, uh, "This is, you got me started on this African gazelle thing now, see? I'm, go, I'm going off the deep end. Because we got this voicemail from, some, uh, from a listener who shall not be named, who said, you know, that we want to be, re- we have higher aspirations. I don't even know what he said. And I deleted the message already. But... 
He said something like, we called Reggie Ball an African gazelle or something like that. I don't, I don't even know what he was talking about. But one, we're not responsible journalists. Two, we don't have higher aspirations. And three, it would be an insult to African gazelles to say that Reggie Ball was an African gazelle. But we didn't say African gazelle. Old Dog, what was it that you said about Reggie Ball? Actually, I believe my quote was, best I can do it. And, of course, you fans can actually go back in the archives and I get know. it directly. But I believe what I fans. said is that the defense needed to step up and watch for the quarterback draw because for years Reggie Ball and other quarterbacks have been running through our defense like a gazelle in the African savanna. Exactly. Which is a region of the African continent. And, of course, a gazelle is a fast, nimble, deer-like animal. And not in any way... There are no racial overtones there at all. Now, if you want some racial overtones, we have done we that can, before. We can give them to you, <laughs> we but, we're not, you. but we're not going there either. Exactly. We, we know the difference between racial overtones and gazelles on the African savanna. So anyway, I'm all over the place here, old dog, but I'm looking forward to and this that's not the only And that's not the only misquote that I've had this week. I know. The other misquote was from, we got called out, old dog, I, I need to just play the message, okay? Let me play the message, let everybody listen to it, and then you can come back with, uh, with, your, with your retort, all right? This well, is from, actually, actually, I think it'll, uh, retort really wouldn't be the right word. I, I'd like to think of it as a lesson. Okay, all right, so I'm going to play the call. Stand by, dog fans. Here's the call we got this week from uh, Drew Van Gort from Athens. What's up, Dogcast? It's Drew from Athens. Uh, I have one thing to say. A couple weeks ago, I remember Old Dog saying that we should uh, put Muhammad Massacre on the season because, you know, that's where he should be the rest of the season. You know, he doesn't need to be playing anymore. I'm just curious about, how, about you know, what Old Dog's thinking now after that nice, uh, you know, couple of passes on that drive, touchdown pass to win the game, and a two-point conversion. I've been behind my man Mo Mass the entire year. But Old Dog, you know, a, a game or two with a drop pass or two, decided to jump jump ship and, you know, throw him, throw him, throw him over the fishes. But uh, I, I'm curious what he thinks now. I, I'm calling you out, Old Dog. I am calling you out. Drew from Athens is calling Old Dog out. I want to know why you want to throw Mo Mass on the street so quick when he's so good and when he can deliver like that. I think it was an awesome victory. We showed the nerd her who's who, and they're going to be screaming for another 365 days. I can't wait till next year, guys. Drew from Athens up. All right, so that's what Drew from Athens has got to say. Old Dog, what is your reply? Well, Drew, my young friend, I'm glad that you take what I say to heart and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you may need a Q-tip to get a little bit of the wax out of your ears. Uh-oh. I didn't. I did not throw Momass under the bus. I didn't give up on him. I basically said, if you want to go back to the archives and listen, let's rewind the that tape. Momass, that Momass was having a bad year. I think everyone will agree. This is not his best year, and it might do him good just to sit down, call it a year. This was actually back when we thought he had a bad hamstring. 
and wouldn't be able to play. And I said it might be the best thing for him. Put this year behind him because whether he had a couple catches in the Tech game and some good catches in the Auburn game, it's still a damn miserable year. And the fact that he caught a couple balls that were thrown right to him doesn't make up for the balls he dropped. I don't think when he looks back on his football career, he is going to put this as the number one season for him. At least I hope he doesn't. What's happening is, and again, this is this is the problem with this younger generation. Oh. Doing what you're supposed to do does not make you a hero. Matthew Stafford put a pass on the money to a receiver, and the receiver caught it. That ain't nothing damn special, man. That's what you're supposed to damn do. That's why you're a receiver. Receiver means you catch the ball. It doesn't mean that you try. I mean, he ain't making one-handed catches diving out of bounds and pulling it in. He caught a ball that was right on the damn money. That don't make him special. Wow. Now, that being said, I do think he is going to be special. But the fact that I said the rest of the season it may not be a bad time for him to sit down and just put this season in the past and look forward to next season, I'll still stand by that. And quite frankly, the way Stafford threw the pass for the touchdown and threw the two-point pass, just about any receiver we've got could catch it. Wow. Old dog. Bringing the heat, baby. Not afraid of the step up to the criticism. Um, well, I, I tell you, old dog, I think that's a pretty uh, pretty good defense of your of your position there. Um, I hope Drew, uh, I'm sure Drew's listening, and uh, I'm sure he appreciates the friendly banter that we enjoy here on the Dogcast, just as Man, you that's do. What, that, that's what we're here for. That's we what we're here all for. all opinions, and, and when, you're, when you're right and agree with me, I will, I will say you're right. And <laughs> when you disagree with me and you're wrong, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know, my friend uh, Astrid Palomares is going to love that line, old dog. All right, old dog. I just wanted to get you on the record with your response to Drewby Van Gorp from Athens, Georgia, because I knew you'd want to uh, respond. I knew, you'd, I knew you'd have a retort ready for him. Absolutely, and I'm just going to kind of, you know, just to make things the best we can, Yeah. let's put it this way. The running back's job is to run. <laughs> the offensive line's job is to block. The quarterback's job is to throw the ball accurately or hand off to the guy that's going to run <laughs> the ball. And the receiver's job is to catch the ball when thrown to him. And unless you do something... Absolutely spectacular. You're just doing your damn job, man. You're just man. doing your job. That That's all you're doing. I tell you, old dog, I hear you, baby. And you know I stand behind you. I just wanted to get your opinion on the record. So thanks for that. Uh... And, and, I love, and I love the emotion that Drew comes with. And I tell you what, I, I sincerely hope that in these next two years, Mohammed Massacoy becomes the best receiver that the University of Georgia has ever had. Just as I'm sure do. just as I'm sure you hope that Drew Van Gorp becomes the most well informed, mature listener of the dog cast as he grows 
as he grows with the show and his knowledge of the program. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that's fair? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And probably the best thing for Drew to do. And, Drew, I, I, wanted, I want to ask you to do this because you've got some time ahead of you now. All the shows have been archived. <laughs> Listen to at least two of them a day. Two a day. Build your knowledge base. Do what it takes to reach the top. Exactly. All right, old dog. That's going to do it for and, this and I And I tell you, you know, I, I want to say this, too. Martrez Milner caught some balls, too. Does that make him the greatest tight end in the world? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Does that make up for all the drop balls he had? No, it no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. All right, old dog. Thanks for the response. Glad, glad to do it. Okay, so now we're through with the Drew Van Gorp MoMass revision his, revisionist history uh, lesson there, old dog. Let's wrap this show up with a couple more things. I want well, to talk... Well, 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 hey, hang on just a minute. Let, let me do one more thing. And, okay. And possibly, if you can, because, you know, you're much more computer savvy than I am. There's and no doubt. And we've already posted this. Uh, we've already posted this one time. But we had a receiver actually two years in a row make some fantastic catches against Auburn. But if you could throw that one catch up where in the end zone on a fourth down with no time on the clock, we jump up over an Auburn player and actually catch the ball off of barely off of his helmet in between his hands. Now that is the kind of catch that I'm talking about that somebody on our team needs to step up. A ball that hits you in the chest, if you don't catch that, that's trouble. And I if mean, you do you know, catch it, like you said, that's just doing your job. That's right. the minimum I mean, requirements. Right. I mean, our receivers are doing nothing spectacular now. And and that that catch was spectacular. I, we might want to throw that picture up there again, mm. you know, since we have a few weeks before the bowl. Michael Johnson, baby. Michael the Johnson. The Auburn killer. The Auburn killer. That just warms my heart just to say his name. But anyway, Absolutely. old dog. And I hope, and I hope very sincerely that over the next two years, Mo Mass can make many catches like that. Me too. Because, I mean, listen, I love Mo Mass. And the reason when we've been down on him this year is because we know he's got better in him. It's not because we wish him ill or because we want him not to play or to not make the catch. I want what he wants. I want the best for him. You know, and I'm not up there booing him. I'm just trying to get his attention. You know, we want the best for no, all the players. No matter of fact, I actually think we called for anyone that booed him to be thrown from the upper deck. Exactly. You throw them from the upper deck. But, you know, anyway, old dog, let's wrap this show up because, you know. There we go. Charles Johnson entering the draft. What do you think the possibilities on that? You know, let's do a percentage thing like they do on PTI. What's your setting the percentage of Charles Johnson entering the draft? 50-50. 50-50? 50-50. I think if the money's there, uh, you know, if he's if if someone tells him in this, you know, coach conglomerate or whatever the thing is, I think if he's told he's going to go within the first uh, three rounds, then uh, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna hit the bricks. I'm gonna and, set uh, it at. Some, I'm going and, lower and put than some that. money and put some money in his pocket because uh, I think he saw what uh, you know what can happen to his. Uh, cohort on the other side of the line, Quentin Moses, uh, you know, there's a lot of downside, too, to sticking around. I think he stays. I'm putting it at 80-20 against him going, or, yeah, 80-20. 
80-20 says he doesn't go to the NFL. He's going to stick around because he knows Moses is gone. He's got a chance to be an All-American, a premier kind of guy, the kind of guy that's going to be interviewed by SI and Playboy. And I think he stays around to try to put a, you know, another year, another notch on his belt to try to raise some capital. I say well, I, I I sincerely hope he does, but uh, you know, again, I don't. I just don't feel as as confident about it as you do. Okay. I think uh, you know. I think if he's going to be a uh, you know in the first three rounds, I think I think he may seriously think about leaving. Well, that's about all we got. I for hope. This show. I hope not. But uh, I hope not. Well, I say so. I'd, I'd like to do one thing. Uh, you know, as long as we're talking about odds and stuff, yeah, I'd like to set a couple over and unders, okay, and maybe even get some feedback from, uh, you know, from our listeners because we've got a we've got a while for the bowl game. Well, I'm sure Jana. Uh, this this involves one of our favorite offensive linemen, Dan Edman. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the false start penalties on number seventy two. Dan in minute three in the bowl game, and I'd like to I'd like to see what we're thinking on the over and under, and I'm going to set the personal fouls at two. On and uh, let's go over and under. Okay, wait now the personal fouls that on Dan Inman also, or is that on another player? Oh, that's on Dan Van Inman also. So you're saying? I mean, we've got two. We've got two over and unders, three false starts, and two personal fouls. All on the I tell you what, let's set a poll up. We'll put a poll on the website. How many, you know, we'll put a poll on the, because I'm going with the false starts. I'm going to say. Oh, no, no. I mean, you, you, it's not a one or the other. It's over under on false starts, and it's over under on personal fouls. So it's an and. I mean, we know he's going to do both. It's just how many. It's like a parlay is what you're saying, basically. Exactly. Okay. I, I mean, I, you can you can take the over. <laughs> on false starts and the underall personal foul. Okay, all right. You can go over on both. You know, it reminds me, by the way, Reggie Ball came in at an under. He came in under eight on quarterback, quarterback draws. That blew me away. I, I thought he, I, I thought for sure he'd go for ten. Me but too. Anyway, since you talked to me off the Hokies, Dogs, Peach Filet, uh, preview show, I'm not going to mention that the Hokies have the number one defense in the country, the number one scoring defense in the country, the number one passing defense in the country. Well, you know, you know, remember one time we had the number one defense in the country, too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But that so, was the you know, I, you know, versus the end of the season. It's a whole hell of a lot you know, You know, as a, college, as a college graduate, you know you can do just about anything you want to do with statistics. I hear you. All right, dog fans. Listen, you guys can always call us. We're going to be arguing here in the bunker for the next week. You can always call us at 706-534-1516. Or you can email us here at the dogcast at dogcast at gmail.com. Guys, we love the feedback. We don't care if you like the show, if you if you hate the show. Just don't get the website wrong when you tell your friends about it, all right? Thanks for listening. Old dog. Take us out of here, baby. Man, I tell you, let's uh, big championship weekend coming up. Unfortunately, we're not involved in in any in, in, in any of the games. First year in a while that we haven't. Uh, looking forward to what I think will be a uh, a great Peach Bowl or Chick Fil A Bowl or 
you know, peach filet bowl, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, we're going to come back. We're going to report the news as it comes. Again, just pretty much bad news out of Athens all week long. We've got drunk centers. We've got coaches that need to go staying. I just don't know what the world's coming to. <laughs> i tell you what. All right, dog fans, we're out of here. Keep it tight. No drinking and driving. If you got a drink, make sure you take a friend. And that means you love her. And, and if you're gonna and if you're gonna drink the XF, at least have the decency to pass out in your own room or somebody else's. Exactly. Let's not keep. You know, we don't need to put our business on the street. Well, on that sobering note, dog fans, we're out of here. Go dogs! Hey guys, it's Tracy. I just wanted to call in with a couple of comments. Just uh, listen to the show. Good show. First of all, uh, thanks to you and uh, old dog. For uh, doing this CEO, really appreciate it. Um, I remember when I just found the darn thing, and I uh, was like, who the hell are these guys? And uh, what keyboard are they using for their background sound? I'm just kidding. No, great show. Really enjoy it. Appreciate what you guys are doing. Secondly, uh, on the news about, I uh, hear, just heard about Bobo from you guys. Uh, I just want to congratulate my old calculus buddy, Bobo, on getting to call those plays. I still remember sitting next to him at Georgia, and some guy asked him if I was on the team because I talked to him all the time, and I was like, hell no, he's just funny as hell. So anyway, congratulations, Bobo, on that. hope that works out well for him. I know he's going to do a good job, and I, I damn sure know there's no better no better dog, man. He, lo- he loves them. Also, um, you guys talk on the Stafford thing at the end of the show about the red shirt. While I agree with the red shirt and that he should have red shirted, I want to give you guys a little bit different perspective, and that is, uh, while Stafford is going to probably have a wonderful, wonderful career at Georgia, he's going to do great things. We got to remember this is just the beginning. I mean, what Rick is doing is long. This isn't just a Stafford thing. This isn't just a Lumpkin thing, a Moreno thing, a Rashad Jones thing. This is hopefully going to go on for a long time. Hopefully, we've got Rick here to stay for a long time. So, I think we're going to have a lot of Staffords, uh, and I sure hope we do. So, anyway, cheers to you guys. Cheers to the season. Look forward to the bowl game. Look forward to the next show. Take you out.